When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> yeah, indeed. It's not that Emily doesn't like the bit. It's that she doesn't understand the <laughs> idea of the movie. She's not on board with the, the, the basic premise of the film. I Andy. understand the movie. I just I thought think, you no, guys wanted you're... certain actors. No, no, to play Emily, res- respectfully, Emily, and I really mean this respectfully because I have a lot of respect for you as a producer, and I know that you know movies well. You're obviously an intelligent person. <laughs> You don't get this movie. Okay, so like you how, just don't understand this. How does the chimp president enact law if he can't speak a language? Does he have sign language? Look, I don't want to go too far down a political road. I don't think it's a problem. I don't think it's a problem. Yeah, I, just, I don't think it's the first time we've run into the, uh, the, this particular issue in government. When he needs things. Emily he makes his mark. Emily, this is this is you know there are animals that horses can count and I, chimps can sign legislation in the I, law. I don't want to get into the field that we have been specifically told not to enter. <laughs> It's not a problem, Emily. <laughs> like, okay, whatever. Just... You're the one who makes it the chimp, the chimp president. Maybe. Yes, and that's this is why. Look, we're, we're not asking for your help anymore. You're more than welcome to leave no. the meeting. Okay. That this is fine. We'll no, we're not telling you where the meeting is, Emily. You're you're just you're not going to help. <laughs> that's right. That's I'm right. You're just up. you're making you're making it harder. To no, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna vision. give your picture to security at the <laughs> yeah. gate at the studio. Circle <laughs> with the line through. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly right. Crazy woman trying to derail movie. <laughs> <laughs> or just logical the head of, the woman. Head of variety, right? <laughs> yes. Under the Hollywood Reporter. <laughs> Spinning. <laughs> logical woman makes intelligent <laughs> question. No. No. Like you're you're like, yeah. well, Andy Circus could play the monkey. No. no. A monkey will play the monkey. A monkey will play. We will do auditions. We will did, find the best did gym. BJ from BJ and the Bear have any offspring that is in the business? <laughs> oh, <laughs> are we gonna are we gonna get into Nepo babies now? <laughs> well, Nepo chimps. <laughs> Nepo chimps. <laughs> yeah. I feel like a Nepo chimp is the right thing for the job. I would like to give a fresh face an opportunity. <laughs> That'd work too. That'd right. work too. What's the first uh, frame of this movie? What do you guys envision as the first shot? We, we, Andy and I will discuss this privately. We, we, we we're just when when you are just here to throw rocks at our ideas, we're 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 not going to do it. We're Plus, not we're, do it. we don't want to allow some Yahoo to come in and just yeah. steal our scenes, scene right. by scene. We're not going to write the whole movie on air. You have had this registered with the guild, yes. We might have at one point. I, <laughs> yeah. I know on Twitter, I, I tweeted out our ideas and, and I added WGA. Okay, so good. I think that's enough. Good. It's got to, I'm sure that that's some legal standing I mean, I'm, my hope is that Jay Moore has been proactive in registering this because apparently he's attached. Good. Good. Yes. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to have Jay I, on the project. He certainly has leans a certain level of credibility and expertise does. and experience. So, uh, yeah. Why Although not? he does... If he wants the role of the scheming vice president, he does have to read. I know you're going to make him read. Yeah, he. I, I will, terrific. I will promise him the role of President Bob Johnson. Uh, Bob being Bobo's pet father, Prede- predecessor. <laughs> yes, he can have the role of Bob Johnson outright. He's got to read for the vice president. I, I, I have an idea for a scene, and Emily, to turn off your headphones for a second. I don't want you to derail this. Um, you know how when one outgoing president leaves a letter for the next, <laughs> I just I feel like this is maybe a, a crucial scene in the film where Bobo opens the uh, what is it the resolute desk drawer <laughs> and sees the letter addressed to President Bobo and it takes us in a, an unexpected well, direction. Here's the thing though. Here's the beauty is you're correct. That is a pivotal, dare I say, tear jerking scene <laughs> awaiting us. And it's going to take time to craft it, and we have time, yes, because the sequel is the second term. Oh, so we <laughs> we, we got a while. He's elected again? <laughs> I mean, well, you don't know what sort of legislation he enacts. You don't know if the economy Look, booms, if unemployment w- w- sinks. without giving away too gas much. Prices, d- there's decline. no way that the scheming vice president can get his comeuppance 
if Bobo isn't reelected. <laughs> like, I, I don't want to give away too much, but it's sort of obvious. Commander and Chimp coming to a theater near you. What, what's our target date? 2028? Is that about what? Ooh, political season. That's right. Well, yes. you got to put it in. It needs to be during the election cycle. Midterms, if nothing else. Yeah, like, either 2026 it, or 2028. It will be an even year, for sure. Yes. That's, uh, that, that goes without saying. Had a uh, good time at your show last night, Taylor. That was uh, very, very fun to see. And Chris and I were, were sitting there. Emily, obviously, was, was there as well. But... Um, my two favorites, I mentioned to you this morning, Johnny Cash and Neil Young. Those are like right fastballs over the middle of the plate for you. You knocked him out of the park. Thanks so much, Trav. Emily, thanks for coming. Uh, it was two and a half hours. goes by real slow on stage. But, uh, <laughs> we got through it, uh, shook the rust off a little bit, and uh, ready for my next one. You gonna, right. Do you already have another solo booked? Yeah, uh, next Thursday, actually, in Torrance. No, at at same sh- no, different place. It's at Shulb Premier Ales, so it's a brewery. Shulb Premier Ale next Thursday in Torrance. Uh, what cash were you playing? Uh, I think you heard, you heard Ring, Ring of Fire. Fire. Yeah, Ring of Fire. Yeah. Okay, yeah. did a couple. That's I also a, like the Alabama Shakes you did. The uh, Hold On is good. Oh, that's a great song. Yeah, yeah, it's a really great. Did you do her vocals? I tried. <laughs> he wow, sounded, he sounded great. He sounded great. Well, that's ambitious because she's got a hell of a voice. Brittany Howard. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Our guy's got a hell of a voice. I'm, I'm not saying he doesn't. I've never even heard it. I'm, I'm just saying. I, I barely hear, hear his speaking he, voice. Did you hear what he said to you, Taylor? He said it's that true. you couldn't no, I do the Alabama shakes. No, I said that is ambitious. Brittany Howard has inc- Emily just said it. One Here's of the best a, vocalists in music today. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Like, Absolutely. It, it would not be shade to Taylor if I said he's not as good a singer as can, Brittany can, Howard. Can I, no shade can taken. I make a confession? I, am, I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> okay. well, we'll show you. We'll show you. <laughs> it was funny because you, you said, oh, I think he's doing one of his original songs. And I was like, I think I know the band this okay. is from. And I, 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 I was a big fan of the album Shakes um, uh, because of, they were in uh, Civil Lighting's playbook. Yeah, like a song in that too. Oh yeah, oh, okay. and yeah, your Taylor Swift song was great too. Big fan. Which Thanks. Taylor Swift song did you say? I did "Wildest Dreams" for well, Emily. For Emily, my, is for that my uh, an appropriate selection? Yes, appropriate selection. It's I think classic. You did it, uh, great justice. It's mm. it's a good acoustic song of Taylor's to play. Andy, would you like to put it in a request? Because I I've asked him to do Johnny Cash. So well, I have a request for Andy. I mean, I was feeling pretty naked up there on stage. I think I need a drummer. I think you need to <laughs> dust off hey. the kit. Wow. Uh, you know what? I don't even have the kit anymore. Because my younger cousin, this is after I'd, I had gone to college, I wasn't living in our home in St. Louis anymore. My younger cousin, who was still in high school at the time, wanted to learn drums. So he asked if he could borrow my set. And I said, yeah, sure, it'd be great. He started playing drums and he got bored with them. And then my uncle sold the drum set. Okay. Did you at least get to split the money? No. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get you some egg shakers, a tambourine. That's all you need. Ooh, I thought okay. I thought like girlfriends play the tambourine. I thought that's the rule. Exactly. In bands, right. It's twenty twenty three, Travis. <laughs> what? They don't play tambourines anymore. I'm just saying. It, it, it's Liam no Gallagher lo- plays tambourine. Yeah. It's no. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. There's but Prince used to play tambourine. I'm not saying that it's. Ex- it's just usually not your entry point is tambourine. No. Well, I mean, whatever, Travis. Are you surprised they allow More women cowbell. on stage playing music? Well, if they can't play music and they're playing the tambourine, yes. Right? I mean, I, I feel like I'm, I'm comfortable in my position. Women, musicians, what's Am next? Am I right? Tiger would have my back. Oh, no. We'll get, we'll get into that. That was... That was interesting yesterday. Uh, for not not for the reason that everybody's jumping up and down for, in my opinion. But uh, I, I'm not going to lie. I had such a good time out there yesterday. After we were done with the show, Chris and I kind of walked around. We did a lot of social stuff. Some of it posted yesterday. Some of it will post um, today. But the frenzy, I, I, there, there's really no other word for it. The frenzy that surrounds that man when he's just doing his job. And it's sports, so we get excited about it. But... It's golf, right? This is not the NBA where somebody comes flying down the lane and takes off from the free throw line and does a reverse dunk or knocks down a 40-footer or something like this. It's golf, okay? You usually don't get a lot of people jumping up and down for guys hitting a chip to the green. And everything he does, he chews a granola bar and people are freaking out. It was so much fun to see him out there again yesterday. I loved every single minute of it. Well, I think what's just really, really interesting and different about this stage for Tiger where he's in right now is he went from the unstoppable Goliath to the underdog like he's actually the person now well, nearly he, losing your leg yeah, will do that yeah exactly I mean like he he has now become the guy 
that you are rooting for as like a sympathetic favorite. Like I, I actually think in some ways that happened with the Lakers during the 2020 championship season mm. because it was in the wake of Kobe's death. And, and I, I think there are a lot of NBA fans out there, even ones that don't like the Lakers, they were like, okay, if if my team can't win it this year, I I can root for the Lakers because they are legitimately dealing with something mm-hmm. right now. Because, you know, that, that death rocked rightly – Kobe's death rocked the entire organization, rocked the city. It rocked, yeah, exactly. I mean, Th- this the world, was not really. just a, a Laker basketball thing. This was a Laker basketball thing, an NBA thing, a Los Angeles thing, and beyond. It, yeah. it, it really rippled well beyond just the basketball team he played for. Yeah, I mean, and you know, the Lakers have always been the Goliath of the league, but I think that one season – they were sympathetic in ways that are unexpected. Yeah, it was there. There was nobody out there hate watching Tiger yesterday. Or at least I didn't run into anybody. It was all I can't believe he's back. I can't believe. And by the way, he got hot at the end, made three birdies in a row to kind of you know because he was on the edge of making it, maybe not making it, or at least putting himself in a position where it'd be difficult to make it. Cut comes at the end of today's round, obviously, but he's put himself comfortably inside the number coming into today's round, which is about halfway over for him. But it. The, it's very, very rare when you are that guy at the top of the the stack where virtually everybody's rooting for you. There's usually a few haters along. You know what? It's funny you say that. I never thought about this before. He is actually the rare guy that I don't think has ever been hate watched. No, because at Tiger's peak, he he gave you nothing to dislike. Like you know, he was the guy that said nothing particularly interesting that's at all. why what he did yesterday was so bizarre <laughs> that, that the little gag that he played on justin does like tiger woods did that but, really you know i mean before we learned an awful lot about his personal life yes like before that he had projected this image of just milquetoast family man who just goes out there and plays golf mm-hmm. and you know beyond the the racial element of him entering this super lily white sport there was nothing particularly interesting about i mean i guess only his play right his play i guess entering the lily white sport and he was in his own right kind of a child star yeah kind of like a child actor athlete Mm -hmm. but there wasn't anything controversial about tiger at all until everything spilled out it was all controversy yeah with the hate watching thing not only did that not exist really for him it was i'm trying to think I don't know if I've ever seen anybody where you had runaway routes in completely uncompetitive, non-competitive events that were that compelling. Like you you don't if, if the Chicago Bulls are gonna win the NBA and they're winning every game by 18, 19, 20 points, it's like maybe you're what, but you're not hanging on every basket. He's winning the US Open by 15 shots and you're hanging on every shot. Like, I can't believe I'm seeing what I'm seeing. That that's unique to him as well. Yeah, I mean, I think it's also too, you're just you're it's you're watching one guy do it as opposed to a team. Like it really like it's just this spotlight following him from hole to hole to hole. He's one of one, like we talked about with uh, Otani yesterday. We'll talk more about them. Get to the Lakers coming up next. Um, There's a theory floating around out there that I feel like they went into my soul and plucked this one out. It's It's a Travis theory. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, and he's in for Slee on 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C 
D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Commander and Chimp coming to a theater near you in the Hold year up. 2026. Is this my Alabama Shakers? Shakes, yes. Shakes. Shakes. I was here when you did this one. But you see what I'm saying? Like, that's a high bar. I walk this back, Andy. <laughs> it's a high bar to hit. I've got nothing to walk back. I'm not trying to walk it back. I'm trying to explain it to you. I got nothing to walk back. Hey, I got news for you. When it comes to music, it's none of my business. <laughs> I know you and I are Simpsons fans. Did, did you send it to me where yes. Jimmy Kimmel did the joke about the where Mr. Burns steals the puppies and he referenced it in his monologue and no one... Are we that old? We are that old. Man. He made a reference to the, the vest that he wanted to build. Wear or, my <laughs> vest. See my vest. Made from real gorilla's chest. <laughs> And made a reference to the 25 puppies. Um, he wanted to make a vest out of them. <laughs> yeah. And Jimmy Kimmel had a throwaway joke about about, about uh, Santos, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Santos involving, like, basically turning puppies into a vest. <laughs> and nobody got it. And Kimmel had to clarify, like, I'm kidding. <laughs> Like I, I wouldn't do this. We would have laughed. Yeah, we would have laughed. We should be like the emergency break in case of emergency audience. We should have been the seat. We need, we need fifty year olds in here just in case. <laughs> there it is. Iris said, <laughs> "Cat, I'm bat." An endangered rhino. <laughs> Amazing. They should make more episodes like that. It's been a. It's I been really a long... like the best. <laughs> I gathered. <laughs> One breast or two. The Robins <laughs> jacket. Uh, Tim in the OC writes. Emily reminds me of that one studio exec who rejected George Lucas's idea of a space drama back in the 1970s. Okay, if this turns into Star Wars, then yes, I will I'll formally write an apology. But I don't. Too late. It's going to be Star Wars. That's what they were saying back in the early 70s. <laughs> exactly. That's what okay. they were saying. Oh, yeah. This space drama is going to turn into Jaws. Yeah, right. Wait, it's what? <laughs> it's who? Who's in this movie? No. Not happening. Wait, not happening. Alec, Alec Guinness? Yeah, he's like, a, he's still kicking The around? guy from Bridge Over River Kwai is <laughs> he, one of the guys in this? All right. Okay. All right. So there was a theory thrown out there yesterday. Colin Coward mentioned this on his show, and it's speculative and whatever i don't want to kind of get into the who what when where of all of this because i don't know you know if you're not gonna have your sources whatever but the idea was is that lebron has reached the end of his rope with ad that maybe ad will be traded somewhere else or leave or whatever it may be that because lebron is fed up with i'm playing all these minutes i'm trying to do everything i can to get back to this and anthony davis is over there doing whatever it is anthony davis does he's in and out of the lineup when he's there he's effective half the time and he's not effective half the time and just kind of i'm over it i have no idea if any of that is even remotely true but the reason it jumped off at me andy was that's exactly how i would feel that that, that idea of i'm doing everything every day i am busting my ass in my 20th season and i gotta play 40 minutes a night and even when you're here you only help half the time it, it tracks so much how the way that it would bother me this is why I, I i feel like it could potentially be true because that's exactly how i would feel i mean you knew anthony davis's track record for injury when you went out of your way to basically forced the organization to trade for him. And mm-hmm. look, it, to be fair, it does not take a ton of prompting to make an organization one Anthony Davis. No. Like, when he's right, he's a hell of a player. Sure. And the move led to a championship. Like, it has justified itself. Even if the era has not been what we hoped for, it clearly justified itself. Championships are forever. Yep. What I find really, though, interesting about this, though, in terms of where... LeBron's headspace is reportedly at, according to Coward, uh, reading from this piece from what he said, quote, I talked to an NBA source who I've known for a long time. 
He said, the Dallas Mavericks and Anthony Davis, keep your eye on it. Anthony Davis is pouting. LeBron is holding him accountable. LeBron's not happy with him. AD's gone to a funk. It's not a coincidence. He also noted that Team LeBron, like, you know, Clutch. Paul, Clutch, they're unhappy that LeBron's had to play heavy minutes because he's dealing with an ankle injury. All tracks. Uh, he's on. Un- he's unhappy with Davis's unreliability um, and that Ham hasn't held him accountable enough. If it's the Mavericks and Anthony Davis, that means you're talking about trading Anthony Davis in a sign-and-trade for Kyrie Irving. I don't care how mad LeBron is. That's awful judgment. Well, That's, I mean, well, Anthony Davis is a bedrock of reliability compared to that guy. No, I'm not going to argue that. You can set your watch to Anthony Davis compared to Kyrie Irving. <laughs> He's AC Green. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he is in all, in all like professionalism, on the court, everything. He is AC Green on steroids compared to Kyrie Irving. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yes. Cosign. That doesn't mean that that's not what is rattling through someone's hair. Because, look, when it comes to terrible judgment. You've got to be real mad to go Russell there. Westbrook was here for a hot minute. Mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook was one of these guys that other people went, huh, well, okay, he must have really wanted this to happen. We've seen other acquisitions that didn't make a lot of sense. We've seen other people go out that have kind of outused or outlived their usefulness or whatever it might be. I Again, I'm not saying this is likely or even remotely true. I'm just saying that when I heard that, I'm like, it's like someone cracked open my head and read my thoughts. That's exactly when you're on a team. It doesn't have to be an athletic. It could be a team at work or anything else. And you feel that you're doing a disproportionate amount of work. And the other person that's there that is presumably there to do as much if not maybe even more than you that's compensated at the same level of you that is that the expectations are similar to yours and they're never they, they never show up and when they do half the time they don't work you can understand that the, the frustration that would come along with that's like i got to do your tpx reports again for you well, really th- this speaks to and this is something i know you and i have discussed a lot it's come up a lot on the lockdown lakers podcast which is available five days a week anywhere you get your podcast and on youtube, and on YouTube uh there's also there is as <laughs> not I, right now not right now but okay okay <laughs> okay if you'd like to get caught up on the 2022 season it is available to you and the 2023 season will have new episodes coming your okay. way but the uh the other channel is taking a break hiatus time. yes it's we're on, on hiatus, we're on hiatus right indeed but there is a viability issue that comes with planning a team long term around lebron james at age 38 20th season and continuing forward Mm -hmm. and Anthony Davis with his availability issues like there you can argue that this is not a practical plan moving forward the on-court fit is great like they complement each other when it's good it's great right you can't count on it to be great so to me if you're going to be further building around LeBron it becomes extremely important that you put more guys around him that can be counted on to be there, like in all senses. Like if the Lakers let the Lakers are set up right now in a way that has me for the time being optimistic, mm-hmm. where they could bring back D'Angelo Russell, bring back Rui Hachimura, bring back Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt, actually have a foundation behind LeBron and AD, and it's the type of team building that we have not seen the Lakers do in a few years. They also could, if they wanted to, wipe the decks entirely clear and go after a third star, you know, create not max space, but space that could be good enough if a player was willing to take a financial haircut. Yeah. It's the route I hope they don't go, particularly if it is the route with Kyrie. Sure. But to me, if you're going to go that route and then have another round of veterans minimum foundation and a mid-level guy, the third guy needs to be like, Drew Holiday. Like, it needs to be somebody that is a rock-solid professional. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Drew's been a little dinged up, but for the most part, he's available. Like, or, I know it's a bad example because he's coming off an injury-plagued year, but for the most part in his career, like a Chris Middleton. Mm -hmm. Somebody that is just a pro. Like, you need more availability and more reliability, more just 
steadiness. I, I need more. Not less. This, this is a terrible way to say. It. I, I'm going to need a little bit more Chevy and a little less Ferrari. I'm yeah, gonna, I, I'm going to I'm going to need it to start every day. I'm going to need the air conditioning to work, and I'm going to need to be. This is this is great. This is exactly what I need. As opposed to, hey, look, when this thing isn't in the garage, it's awesome. It's in the garage 83 percent of the time, but that 17 percent it's out on the road. It's amazing. Well. Here's the thing, like if you could find a guy, like let's say LeBron is fed up with Anthony Davis. If you found a guy that is 80% of Anthony Davis's talent, which would still be a really good player. A very good player. But is available for 80% of the games as opposed to for you know 50 to 60, that guy might be more useful to LeBron oh, over the long run. I, I, I want to come back. I want to talk about this um, on the other side. If... The championship that they won in 2020 had been a traditional season. Had we not had the situation that we had where there was a stop down and then the, the relaunch of the season on the other side of the country in a you know sterile bubble and all these things and everything that came along with it, how differently do we feel about everything that's happened since then had we got to experience it in a more traditional way? That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee. Andy's in for Slee on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. If you would like to participate in Ask Andy, which is coming up in about 10 minutes from right now, you know how to do it. You can send me a tweet at Travis Rogers. You can send them to Andy as well at Cambrose. Um, you can do that. Send them to Emily. You can send them to any of us at Royal No, no, no. Smith. At Cam at Cam uh, Brothers. Brothers. Cam Bros is a Why lady. Why do I get that wrong every a time? A lot of people do. You're mistaken, Dean. Pe- people refer to us all the time as the Cam Bros. Right. There used to be a poor lady on Twitter. Her name was Kathy Ambrose. <laughs> and her, this poor lady, her Twitter feed was Cam Bros. And she used to get bombarded by people who didn't like us or who just wanted to ask, ask questions about the Lakers <laughs> so, or whatever. So what's up with Lonzo Ball? <laughs> Oh, the, this poor lady deactivated her account. <laughs> I, I felt terrible. Like, I mean, she would get hit by people. Why do you hate Kobe so much? I'm like, she's like, what? Huh? Yeah, I, I think part of it is, is that when I search you to like tag you in a tweet, I just get to Cam Bro and it auto populates. So maybe that's what I but think it Andy, is. But Andy, how will you respond when people maybe question your concept for this? Movie? Oh, she's still around. Good for her. She's back. <laughs> she's still here. I'm looking at. She probably in, snuck in, you know, under the radar. She's got. She has 67 followers, and has just been bombarded by aggressive Laker fans or just people who don't like me and Brian. Which fine. <laughs> Crypto Ray says Bobo the Chimp goes to Washington has a lot of potential. Uh, you could put it on a free streaming service like Pluto. Look, Ray, I appreciate the help, and I appreciate that you are on board with all of the the layers of the Bobo universe. But we're not creating Marvel right here. This is a art piece. This is something that's going to be here. And if we succeed, like I believe that we will, then we can consider alternate. Bobo universe. I mean, could a multiverse happen? Yes, but if it does, it's going to happen organically. Like, we're not going to force this thing. And if it turns out it's just a few movies about the successive terms of the first chimpanzee president, then so be it. <laughs> if you want to call for an Ask Andy, you can do that as well. 877-710-3776. you have any good plans this weekend? Because uh, mine just changed all of a sudden. Um, Emily and I were talking this morning. <laughs> And my phone oddly made like a chime noise. Yeah, it was which, like a weird ding that's not like you're texting. Exactly. And I looked at him like, and I made a face. I'm like, oh, that, 
it's weird. I got a alert from hotels.com that your reservation is confirmed. Like, huh? For tomorrow. Like it's on the on the counter. I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. This, huh? I, and so I, I text Susan, I'm like, are you gone this weekend? And she's like, Yeah. I said, <laughs> You really? When are you coming back? She, Monday afternoon. I'm like, You're I had no idea. This is this is you know when you've been married twenty five plus years, not a ton of surprises left like that. Well, that's never happened before. My wife is gone for the weekend. I had no idea she was leaving. Where's she going? Uh, San Luis Obispo. Okay. Yeah, she's taking her mother to San Luis Obispo to see one of her grandchildren. And you're by myself, unexpectedly home alone. Yeah, I had no idea. Like, and she and she said to me, she goes, "It's in the calendar," and I because that's like the. This is the Rogers schedule Bible. Google calendar. If, if it's, we share a calendar and if it's in there, it exists and you can't say you didn't know. She goes, it's been in there for months. Well, I guess I missed it. That is the role I play in our household. I'm in charge of all things scheduling. Like I know my wife's schedule better than she knows her schedule, <laughs> which is- Like are you telling her to go to the dentist and things like that? I'm often in charge of setting up the dentist appointment. Like I'm in charge of, when I say I'm in charge of everything scheduling, I mean I'm in charge of everything scheduling, which if you talk to people who knew me growing up, they would think it was hilarious because we talked about this yesterday. I was known for in high school and college being late. way late. I mean, way late to everything. <laughs> so the idea of me being the one keeping the trains running on time, they would think is absolutely hysterical. Trav, what are you going to do with your time? Well, I, that's what I was just going to say. I'm, I, I have no idea. Like, Michael's got baseball today and tomorrow. So I'm basically covered for Saturday. But I've got a wide open Sunday that I was not expecting. And no football. And no football and really no basketball of any note, right? It's the all-star break. So, I, you know, it's not really my Maybe Tiger on Sunday. Ah. Get back down to the ridge. Ah, okay. Hmm. I may need to put in a, a request or two to see if I can get something hooked up. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm not mad. It's my fault. But that was that was. Wait, you're gone for. It's not like she's just going overnight and coming back. It's like she's gone for the whole weekend. <laughs> I had no idea. You didn't have the, the kids around, or is it just you? It, me and Mike. Yeah, that's it. I, I have a friend. Lots of Chinese food. <laughs> but oh, not not. But I got my fill. I've done three days in a row of Chinese food. Oof. Because we had it on Valentine's Day. Yeah. And so we had it Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. That sounds so great. So I'm basically done. That sounds really great. Hot, cold, doesn't matter. Just really open cool. that little container and just start going. I, I was saying, I have a friend who is so utterly dependent on his wife to handle all things organizational. <laughs> like, there's this great story that they told us about how she went out of town for something. I don't remember what it was that weekend. And she came home and like all the lights in the house are out. And he's basically just sitting in this dark room by himself. And he he just has this surly look on his face. And she's like, what, what's the matter? And he's like, I haven't eaten all weekend. And she's like, you haven't eaten this whole weekend? No. It's basically like you haven't fed me. Therefore, yeah, yeah. I've not eaten. Like he's a dog. Like yes. you, you need somebody to put the yes. food in the bowl. Yes. He didn't eat the and entire order DoorDash? weekend. DoorDash can't order food. Barely or? not. Well, this was pre-DoorDash. Um, it was not pre-restaurants and food existing. Got to label but... it in the fridge in like little Pyrex bowls or something. Yeah, he he essentially did not eat an entire weekend. I'm not even sure he turned the lights on for an entire weekend. <laughs> there, we all kind of take our lanes in in families and relationships. Like Susan does ninety nine percent of the school stuff, talks to the teachers and all the things that need to get done there. I do probably ninety nine percent of the financial things in the house, right? They're just taking care of the, this needs to go here. And the sports but, stuff, I'm it, assuming. It, yeah, that's good. The, the sports stuff depends on what it is. She does all of Kelly's volleyball. I do all of Michael's baseball. Like it's just they're 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 very specific lanes, and they very rarely cross. But this is uh, she's gone. The streams crossed. <laughs> we'll see. You're going? Yeah. Oh. All right. And I'm not even mad. I just it was it was a bizarre moment. All right. Um we were talking about AD and LeBron's, you know, alleged frustration with Anthony Davis's inability to give him the help that he needs on a regular basis, which tracks to me cuz that's exactly how I would feel. I don't know if we'd all wouldn't feel a lot different about Anthony Davis and his tenure as a Laker if what we got in 2020 happened across the street here at crypto if the championship that they won together happened in a traditional format where the season plays out and and 
there's a parade, there's a, a, a championship run through crypto. Maybe it happens here, maybe it happens on the road, but they come back to Los Angeles, the plane landing, people celebrate, all of the things that you associate with winning a championship. Because it was so unique and so antiseptic and you could never really touch it, even in a way like just watching a parade on TV, that it's like, yeah, we know it happened, but you didn't feel it happen the way that you typically do. If we had, I think our frustration with him would be far different because we'd have a better association with who he is and what he did for us. I, I think it goes beyond that, though. Like, you're, you're right. It's like a very unusual championship experience. You know, the fans were not in the building when any of it happened. It was, you know, it was a different type of championship run. I don't mean that in an asterisk sort of way or anything. Like, the, like the bubble environment was difficult. Like, other than Jimmy Butler, who's just a weirdo, everybody there hated it. He opened a coffee business. <laughs> he did open a coffee, <laughs> very successful one, apparently. Right. But, like, you know, LeBron was very candid about, like, I cannot wait to get the hell out of here. Mm-hmm. And he was not alone. But I think it goes beyond that, too. Like, thinking about that season reminds you of 2020 and the pandemic and, you know, one of the worst years in recent American history. It reminds you of Kobe's death. Yeah. And like, you know, just the aftermath of associations. Yeah. I mean, it was, and that was so sudden and out, you know, out of nowhere. And like, there, there's a lot that you have to go back and remember that you don't necessarily want to that's attached to that championship. And then on top of it, other than that championship, the LeBron AD era hasn't been big on memories. No, it hasn't, but it hasn't been thin on LeBron James being really good. You know, and and that's why it feels like it always swings back to AD, right? Because even this season. But look, we're but as Laker fans, you're used to great players. I, I I get it. I get it. But LeBron being great while he's been here, generally speaking, you know, what he's doing this year, what did he average 30 points last year? It's just it's it's an extraordinary accomplishment for somebody at this stage in their career. But you're you're right, and we've we've seen it with other great players. The frustration never lands on him. The the frustration always lands on Anthony Davis. But he, but here's the thing about it though that I think with LeBron and the, and this is unique to LeBron and the circumstances of him coming to this team. I don't even know if Laker fans have gotten attached enough to LeBron to get that upset at him. In the first place, you know what I mean? Why do they get so upset at Anthony Davis? Because he's been here less than LeBron. I mean, there's always going to be somebody yeah. that ends up in the crosshairs. I mean, that was Powell for several years. Right. Like Powell was the guy that you know the, but the because bus would he brought always a couple of championship. That, that Powell has a very special place but in Laker fans. He does, but in the, in the moment though, yeah. in the moment, fans got frustrated with Powell all the time. Like Le- LeBron, his. His time here, in a lot of ways, has felt transactional. Like, you know, when he joined the team, it was more about Los Angeles and the stuff going on in L.A. and the stuff going on with his family than it truly was the Lakers. Like, you know, you'd rather be a Laker than a Clipper. But it was really more about L.A. This is the team that was in Los Angeles. And, And since then, I think in a lot of ways... I, I don't know if Laker fans still resist LeBron like the way they did when he first arrived, but I I don't feel there's an attachment well, that, to LeBron. I, I think it's not a resistance, but it's – and, and I'm struggling to find the exact word. It's transactional. It, it is. It, it is. There is respect from Laker fans who, who, like you said a minute ago, Andy, Laker fans know greatness. And you don't have to be a basketball genius to know that LeBron is is great, but they understand what it takes to be what he is. LeBron understands the weight that comes along with wearing that uniform. They they understand each other, but it feels more like a acquaintance than it does a a, a romance, right? It, this is yeah, no, I that, yeah, cool. I, I'm happy to have you here, but I don't know you all that well. We haven't gone through very much together, as opposed to we've been through everything together. I know everything about you. I know the bad stuff. I, I know the good stuff. I know you love me the way that I love you. It's just it's a very I, different relationship. I think there was a chance for that type of true relationship to have begun after the championship, especially because LeBron played a massive role in shepherding the organization, not just toward the championship, but through Kobe's death. Sure. I mean, like LeBron really put that on his shoulders in a way that I thought was 
really admirable and, and in a way that I could tell from interacting with Laker fans, it affected them. But then since then, it's been all anticlimactic. And they blame LeBron for Russell Westbrook. You know, like like that, that's been a big part of the spiral. And LeBron's fingerprints... Even if you, it's funny. Even if you don't think it's all him, because yeah, I, I don't I, believe I, the organization I, uh, didn't like it. But LeBron was a driving force. Oh, I, I completely agree with you. But I don't know if the you know the run of the mill Laker fan holds him entirely responsible for that. I hear from these people a lot, I, Travis. I, I, they I, absolutely do. Not nearly as many as probably should. I I I know that there are some, Andy, but th- this feels like one of those things that when this happened, I'm I was looking around like really, we're just going to pretend that this is a good idea. No one's going to say because nobody at the in the time said it was a bad idea, and it was one of these. This isn't just Rob. This is everybody that was not. involved in this decision to get done, and it just morphed into very quickly. Oh, this didn't work out, as opposed to well, it's, the reason it's not working out is because you. Put everybody's feet to the fire. I can only speak from my perspective and experience. There are a lot of Laker fans who hold LeBron directly responsible for Russell Westbrook being here. And look, the organization should be held responsible too. I find it hard to believe that they were not enthusiastic about this as well. And if they weren't, if they actually got bullied into what they thought was a bad idea, that's even worse. The, yes. That's I've, actually I've, I've said way worse. That there needs to be somebody that goes, look, I hear you. I love you. We're not doing that. Right. <laughs> like <laughs> That person needs to exist. It's way worse if they got bullied into it than they just miscalculated. Like, great organizations make sure. mistakes. Sure. If they said, this is a mistake, but we're afraid to tell LeBron and AD no, that's a thousand times worse. Ask Andy coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 877-710-ESPN. If you want to get in on the phones with an Ask Andy, we've got plenty on Twitter here. Here's one that I had no idea. I'm curious if you knew this one as well. This is from Francis, TFP. Did you know that the Chinese food box turns into a plate? Hashtag Ask Andy. Is that true? I have no idea. I've never heard that either. That that sounds like a mess. Like, because there's going to be seams. Seams <laughs> that the sauces drip through. Yes. If you're Chinese, I think you just food, open it up and you lay it flat. But it's the, the box has, and you put one, you put something in the top half. I'm, I'm confused how this sense? works. But, that, no. but the folds, there are, there's space in between the they, folds. The flaps go together. Right, exactly. So when you unflap, there's open space, which means the kung pao juice gets on right. your table. I mean, let <laughs> us know if if we're wrong about this because that that sounds it's a pretty game cool. Changer. Yeah. Now I can eat Chinese food in the car if that's true. Yeah, Mace doesn't even need to get a plate when he takes it to his bed now. That's amazing. I, I, I'm I going to have to do – there has to be – somebody Google image search this, see if this is true or not. I, I, I really, truly like this a great idea. Uh, what is your go-to food and drink at the Dodger game? Bonus points for eating nachos from a helmet. That's from Poppin' Bottles. Nachos in a helmet sounds pretty good. Nachos in a helmet and a beer – I'm good. Is that your go-to when you go to a ball game? I mean, I don't eat hot dogs at all. I, okay. I hate hot dogs, so not going to eat those. Okay. There's a lot of ballpark. Did you get traumatized? Tra- traumatized? Traumatized? Traumatized. traumatized. I was combining hot dogs with traumatization. <laughs> traumatized is how they say <laughs> it, like in the wealthy as a sector. young child? <laughs> I've always hated them. Every, really? Actually, yes. I was traumatized by them, Tra- I guess. Traumatized, Andy. Traumatized. <laughs> In a manner of speaking, when I was a little kid, I ate hot dogs somewhere and I threw up. Okay. And ever since then, I've hated them. I abs- I hate hot dogs. Hey, you, when was the last time you had one? Oh, God. Good 20, oh, 30 gosh. years ago. So, all right. So, just nachos and a beer? Are we doing some that peanuts? Sounds- what else are we doing when we go through there? Um, you can't, I mean, you got nine innings, Danny. You're going to need more than depends that. Depends how big. Well, here's the thing, though. I want to be careful with how much I indulge at a game. Okay. Because the restroom situation is not something that I want to get too far deep into. Uh, okay. Um, this and and up here's an the problem. Here's the problem for me too. <laughs> I tend to eat pretty clean, okay. like I just do. Yeah. 
So the ball the ballpark far- is not the, your place. Well, it's not even that I'm looking to avoid it. It's it's going to be a shock to the system. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I got to I without getting too far down this road, I got to be careful. I don't know how to tell this story without being incredibly juvenile and and you know scatological. Frankly, uh, I had a bathroom situation yesterday that may or may not warrant retelling. That ended with the Hudson House Taylor. Sorry, just we'll we'll we'll, 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 we'll don't apologize we'll, to me. We, we may or may not. But that, bring that that's up why I'm so saying like it, I will probably leave it at the helmet nachos because. For me, that's enough. Like now, if I could take all the food home with me, like <laughs> you got if, a to go, but do you have a to go helmet? <laughs> no, it's not even that. Like, let's just say I could do DoorDash from Dodger Stadium to yeah. take the concession food to my house, <laughs> where you know I have complete control of the bathroom situation. Yes, I might get a little more adventurous <laughs> from there. Maybe throw some garlic fries in the mix, sure. something like that. But good. at the stadium itself, <laughs> safety I'm, first. It is safety first. <laughs> Let's go to the phones this time. Like I'm not going to go right here. Uh, Tim in Arcadia, go Apaches. Tim, what's going on? Hey guys, love the show. Thanks. Just had a quick question, Andy. Um. Spring cheese, I'm about to eat one. Do you take it in uh, two bites, or do you eat it like it's supposed to? Just curious. Thanks. Both. Thank you, Tim. Both. You it, string it and take it in two bites? It depends the mood I'm in. It depends the situation. Do I need to just snarf this thing down and be done with it? <laughs> or um, savor it? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what? I can see you like a glass of wine taking the mozzarella stick. Wine well, and cheese at, for look a reason. Look at the body swirling it. Mozzarella. Ah, the legs of this mozzarella. <laughs> I just watched Sideways last week. I just watched Sideways. So did I. It's so great. So did I. That's very odd. You know, well, I can tell you for me what it was is I forgot how dark that movie is. I was listening to um, the Ringers podcast. They they have That's a bunch of them. Go, like, the rewatchables. Yeah, yeah, the, the yeah. rewatchables. That's they did a did Sideways too. one. Me I'm too. Like, I haven't watched this in so long. Yeah, but. And you know, for people who have not seen this movie, it's it's set in wine country, in Santa Barbara, Santa Barbara, and has a lot of scenes at tastings, and they get into a lot of like the the subtleties and the Minutia. characteristics of wine, like yeah. how you go about tasting. But yes, I, I swirl <laughs> the string around. You know, it, is this from the uh, Vaughn's vintage? <laughs> oh, this this has a very Albertsons feel to it from 2023, uh, I believe. Yes. <laughs> it's different than the Trader Joe's uh, brand. You do not want to go a vintage uh, at this point past 2022. No, probably not. <laughs> Definitely probably not. Uh, let's try this one from Jason Torres, who says, would you rather have your beautiful hair back or a stomach with a six-pack? The hair. Yeah. I'm going to be going around with a shirt on way more often. Even if you had a six-pack? There's certain places like you know no I'd come shirt in here shirtless. If if I had a six pack, I'd be walk, I'd be like Michael Thompson with his picture. Only I'd be living it in real life. Right, but the problem is like we're not all Matthew McConaughey where we can just run around with no shirt and people allow it to happen. Like I'm going to be told to put a shirt on all more right, often than not. All right, all right, right. But in the meantime, though, the hair is the hair. And it and it was, it was I, good hair. I, I've seen you showed me a picture of you when you had your hair at one point, and you yeah you had great hair, long, and you wore it long. I did. I used to have hair past my shoulders. Yeah, and it was thick and luxurious, and oof. Mine is neither. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is thin, and what's the opposite of luxurious? <laughs> Low rent, scratchy, <laughs> scratchy. I just say I feel like that's the it's so appropriate adjective. Daniel Tapia writes: What Zach Morris power is more underrated? Being able to stop time or date every pretty girl in school? Depends on whether you want to settle down at some point in your life. If you want to settle down at some point in your life, then you would choose the stopping you would choose the stopping time. Yes. I guess if you want to be like perennially Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio, DiCaprio <laughs> um, which gets into a, a weird area of his taste in and of itself. But yeah, you would want the date every girl you want. Although at that point, really what you want to do is just become famous. Because once you become famous, yeah, you can have that anyway. That power. I'd rather be a famous person who can stop time. Yeah, stopping time, you're you got juice. If you're just look famous, you don't even have to be good looking. You just need to be famous. And yes, that kind of takes care of itself. Davidson proving that one. <laughs> Danny H. Last one here. Uh, hashtag Ask Andy. What was the biggest culture clash you experienced marrying into a Mexican family? 
Oh, that's really interesting. That's a really interesting question. More meanness in the sense of humor. Okay. The sense of humor in the Mexican culture from my experience, but from what I'm told by my Mexican-American wife and uh, Mexican-American in-laws and also just Mexican (laughs) friends, not unusual at all. Yeah. Um, There is definitely a meanness to the interactions in a lot of ways that I was not used to and I still sometimes find startling. The uh, Rogers family may have some Mexican roots then because we like a nice little little dig along the way. These Wait, Andy, was the white is not your color was that the Mexican side or was that it the your Polish side? side? No, that was the, oh, the, the Polish, Polish side. Okay. Yeah. That was, and that was <laughs> that was my that. that was my side of the family. This is well before your I ever met my mother, right? Great grandmother, well before I ever met my wife. She was the one that told my mom on her wedding day, white was never your color. <laughs> aggressive it was a great she also she used to I, I texted these to you travis yesterday i didn't say it on air she used to regularly oh, rank i meant to bring this up yes she used to rank me brian my brother and my two first cousins on that side of the family i, I have a small family i only have two first cousins period she used to rank us one to four how much she liked us to our face. I do that to my own kids. <laughs> I do. It's like the AP poll. Like, and by the way, sometimes the number one spot is vacant. Mm-hmm. It's not where it's, they didn't, there might be others receiving votes. You might be in the top three, but uh, and it, it's very fluid. It how does AP on, go against the CFP? You know, like how is like the wife the CFP poll? Yeah, well, the CFP is more the collaboration between the two of us. I could right. be having a difficult day with one of them. Susan could have missed the interaction that was bothering me but yeah it's a very it's a very fluid ranking but yes system. she she used to let us know one through four who was her favorite uh regularly she'd let us know i'm gonna give you one more quick one here uh you wore a peppa pig t-shirt the other day what other beloved children's character fashion wear is in your closet that's the only one actually in my closet um my, my it's funny my daughter got me that shirt you know she used to love peppa pig and actually peppa's a legitimately funny show it's really entertaining but she bought it a little bit, I think, is a gag gift, thinking I wouldn't wear it. I wear it all the time. Have you and I ever discussed the regular show? <laughs> the regular show? Yeah. No. We're going to have to do that. We'll okay. do that. Plus, Adam Silver says that uh, load management, it's not just an NBA problem. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee. And he's in for Slee on 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.